Hi, and welcome to Big Oof Coming Your Way, where we're pouring one out for our favorite things that got cut short because bullshit happened. I'm Brandon. And I'm Shania. And uh, Shania, how are we doing today? Bro, I'm straight up not having a good time. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. Uh, speaking of things that got cut short, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. Oh, it yes. fucking sucked. Yeah, that's... That's real hard. That's real harsh. Yeah. Um, I really can't believe he went all those years in private. Um, yeah. And still did that much. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, being cut short, it's like, not only am I going to be sad because like, you know, Marvel was really, or like, yeah, Marvel was really um, happy to have him as a really key component for that second stage. Um, So it's like all that potential is obviously gone, but also just, he was a really, really good person. I think that's, what's more important. He did a lot for Mm -hmm. a lot of people. He was a symbol to a lot of people and he did Mm -hmm. not one, but multiple movies that were seen as really important, especially for like black America to like kind of rally behind yeah, I mean, he was kind of, he played like multiple symbolic figures, you know, from being Jackie Robinson and he 42. played Marshall and, you know, being Black Panther, all of those roles together was really pivotal. So, you know, um, and I really admire him for, you know, visiting children in the hospital with terminal cancer and, you know, he must have had a more personal connection to that than we ever would have realized so pour one out for chadwick boseman also like we all kind of clowned with him about like how he would get really tired for doing the wakanda salute and now i'm i'm second guessing like maybe he was just legitimately tired like yeah like it takes a lot out of you um right from what my understanding is alone i i've never had to go through it i've been lucky with that so it's just you know how much of that was he's like yeah probably once or twice it's like yeah i'm just trying to get to the airport but you know wakanda forever but some of that might have just been i'm the that's all his energy for that day that he can do exactly so So, um yeah that's a good way to start it shania Mm -hmm. I, i do think so um, uh, any, anything that you're, uh, happy to announce in your own life, however, that you've been up to recently? Uh, what have I done this week? I've played more Persona. Uh, my family's visiting, so mm-hmm. that's nice. Yeah. And you just visited your, your sister, but yeah, now this is the first time they're visiting you in like your apartment area and stuff, right? Yeah, but, you know, I told them not to expect anything, though, because everything's closed and we're still quarantining. But, you know, it should still be fun. The real quarantine is the friends we made along the way. Shut up. Which are none Stop. because I'm in quarantine and can't <laughs> I know all of my I moved in right when the pandemic was starting. So I feel like all my coworkers say to me is, oh man, it just really must suck for you. Sucks to be you, champ. 
I know it's just it's just oh, man, I don't even know what I would do if I were you because it just sucks so bad right it just sucks. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I'm like uh yeah thank you it, thank you so much it's like what's that thing that I always tell you that pisses me off the most is um if I'm if I'm totally cool with something and then somebody comes up like right behind my ear basically and goes Man, that really sucks, doesn't it? I would hate that. <laughs> and, and then I, it just, the gear turns in my head. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'm actually like super pissed now. I was 100% fine until you said those words to me. And now, now <laughs> I can think of nothing more than ripping this table apart <laughs> while just complaining about the fact that I dropped my soda. Thank you for this. Like, it's the yeah. simplest fucking stuff that gets me the most yeah. angry when people tell me how bad it sucks. If it just yeah. loud for me, I'm good. So that's, that's definitely been lit. That's been a lit experience to continuously. <laughs> it just repeats over and over. Mm -hmm. What about you? What have, uh, what have you been doing? Um, uh, I mean, we, we watched dairy girls last night. Uh, and that was my first time. You and you wanted mm -hmm. to push me to watch Dairy Girls for a while. And mm -hmm. uh, I finally did. And you were right, again, keeping your 100% uh, streak of everything you reckon that meant to me is golden. I'm just that good. Yeah, and Dairy Girls is really, really good. Uh, it's really funny. Uh, we watched Millionaire Detective uh, right before this. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's good. If you haven't seen Millionaire Detective, uh, Balance Unlimited is the full title. Uh, it's about a millionaire detective and his balance is unlimited. And That's it, yeah. It's just kind of wild. It's like, it's yeah. anime James Bond. That's yeah. that's essentially it's, it, with, without the misogyny. Uh, um, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, without his the romantic misogyny, instead, just a fucking, yeah, a possible, <laughs> yeah, so let's say it like this. There's not direct misogyny towards women there is a possible incestuous attraction of the sister to the guy but i don't Which, know if it's true yeah when you know unfortunately when it comes to anime like you just can't have it all i don't trust <laughs> there's always there's always one so there's one thing, you know, whether it's a little incest vibe or excessive fan service. Or, or I'm actually a thousand years old, but I inhabit the body of I a five-year-old. Yeah, you know, it's it's just really, you, you really can't have it all. You so, really, really can't. We really out here trying to pick our battles. <laughs> before, before we move into the topic of, um, you know, uh, things that were cut too short. Mm -hmm. I wanted, this is the last thing that I wanted to say that happened to me between recordings. And I've been saving this. So I know that you don't know this as much as uh, anybody listening doesn't know this. Okay. I got a number. I'm not going to say the number out loud because I'm not that much of an asshole, but I'm very tempted to. Yep. But I got a text message from a number that I didn't know. Uh, okay. August uh, 24th, 2020, 6.03 p.m. The fake news is hiding away the real Biden. The Biden they don't want Shut you to see up. is mentally unfit. Click here and see for yourself. Oh and then a link to it. Um, 
It's like <laughs> when YouTube is like showing me Trump ads, and it's like, listen, the demographic you're looking for I is get, here. I uh, get about a thousand John Ossoff ads because I'm in Georgia, uh, and it's it's anti-John mm-hmm. Ossoff ads, and it's just like the real John Ossoff is doing a socialist plant, and I'm like, good. Because (laughs) that's what I want. (laughs) You're encouraging me. So I wanted to know if you wanted to come up with something in our off hours sometimes so I can form a response to this. Uh, Or you know what? Uh, Hit hit our Twitter for any kind of suggestion. Honestly. At Big Oof Podcast. I want to hear some suggestions so I can respond to this number. Because I want... Yeah, I really want to respond to it. So I'll give till next recording time. I'll see what we have and then just kind of respond because I really want to do something with this. And if I don't get any suggestions, you and I are going to come yeah. up with something because I've been I've been saving on that for a little bit and I'm really excited for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Any last bit things going on? Um, No. Okay. I want to make it very clear, too fuck that message i hate that message so i want something to retort to it in a way that does not support them so just to make it clear so yeah it's gonna be fun (laughs) (laughs) um well let's let's jump into it then uh stuff any kind of media that was just cut too short for a myriad of reasons do you have our first example yeah, okay. So first of all, um, this is just a call-out post to Netflix um, in general uh, because they just have this really fucking annoying habit of canceling really good shows after the second season. Like, they promote the first two seasons really heavily, and then on the third season, they kind of drop... Either they completely drop off advertising on the third season or they completely drop off advertising on the second season so that they can be like, well, there weren't enough ratings for the next season. So we have to cancel. So fuck Netflix. (laughs) I think like, isn't there that old rule with Netflix where in your first season as like somebody making the show, usually the director, you Mm -hmm. set it up your finale Enough to be closed, but also with enough open threads for another season. Because you yeah. don't know if Netflix is actively going to give you anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly it. So, so for this first one, uh, I'm going to go with Sense8. It was really, really fucking good. It had such a diverse cast of characters, such diverse locations. It was so fucking trippy. The first episode to me barely made any sense, but the more you watch it, the more fucking fascinating it got. It's essentially about this group of people who were all born at the same time, and they have this kind of mind bond with each other, and they're essentially running away from the government. It's by the Wachowski sisters, the same people behind the Matrix, and with this one, I feel like I kind of understand why it got canceled because it was an expensive ass show because when they (laughs) filmed on set they filmed on set so they filmed in iceland germany india the u.s they used used on location oh yeah 
yeah, Mexico. It like it was it was insane. Um, but it was a really good show, and they canceled it after the second season because they just weren't getting enough. They weren't getting enough views to kind of make up for the budget. But at the very least, they were able to have a little special that tied everything together. And I still haven't watched yet because I can't bring myself to watch it. <laughs> Shania, the anti-finisher. Yeah, it's just close enough, but never all the way there. Yeah, that's going to be both my superhero and my porn name. So <laughs> the, the anti-finisher. Yeah. You do you do really good with um edging jack off instructions with that. Exactly. Probably. Exactly. Yeah. A little EJOA or <laughs> EJOI video. EJOI. <laughs> 3 trillion Patreon donors. <laughs> That's the bonus content right there. <laughs> <laughs> um why uh was it just cut because of budget reasons or um what do you know if there's anything else behind it um that's pretty much that's essentially the only thing that i can really think of it was also pretty not really controversial but it was very sex positive there were more there was more than one orgy scene but it's netflix so i don't really think that had anything to do with it but just a warning for anyone who's gonna watch it there are orgies that's really fair as a warning but it's kind of funny that like i i don't think that was a huge part of it because that was netflix in its we're not a cable company day that was in there we are straight up streaming so we do things that are totally different rule sets day Mm -hmm. so they were getting way more into that kind of stuff because it it brought more viewership because you could just kind of put anything that you wanted to that wasn't rated a yeah so um i i i think we can say it was probably just really expensive and netflix said we're not gonna pay for it even if you're successful yeah which is very uh, that's a very netflix response to to do things that are successful they go Eh, we'll give you like one season, see if it happens. Like they, yeah. they never want to play to commit to anything unless I guess it's like fucking stranger things. I'm not going to pretend that I am not bitter that 13 reasons why I got like four seasons, you know, um, because yep. I am bitter about that. And yeah, <laughs> I'm okay with admitting that, you know, that that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 13. 13 Reasons Why is going to get this new thing we're going to come up with when they get enough seasons right. We're going to come up with a podcast called 13 Seasons Why. (laughs) A look at why this dumbass show got 13 seasons. It did. did And other shows that deserved it more. It did get canceled, though. Sure. I'll believe that (laughs) in, like, three years when I can confirm its gravesite and burn the body of it. I just don't trust Netflix for that shit. Because... It shouldn't have gotten past one. Yeah. And then they gave it three more. So I can't trust them. What's yours? Um, I'm going to do a video game one mm-hmm. with uh, Kojima mm-hmm. and his, uh, despite the fact that it's unlike, unlike Sensei, which kind of got like the wrap up and stuff, Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain, 
was actually just cut in its development and had to be wrapped up in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was supposed to have, like, what, another, like, 30 hours of just, like, plot-relevant gameplay to it. Yeah. That's just not there. And it almost won Game of the Year that year. I, I really think if it wasn't for The Witcher 3 being The Witcher 3, it would have had a really strong shot for it. Um, yeah. That year in general was just a really good year for games. Yeah. T- 2015 was a great year. 2016 was a bad one. It was a dumpster fire year for, like, really high-profile games. Yeah. So we could probably do a whole other episode about just, like, good and bad gaming years. So I'm not I'm not going to talk too much about it right now. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, Metal Gear Solid Five almost won Game of the Year, despite being cut by Konami. And it, it needed all that stuff, because it, it was, you know, we didn't know that was going to be the last one essentially, because mm-hmm. Kojima's not really making another. Yeah. Um, and uh, I could make an argument that Metal Gear Solid 5 as a, or not 5, but Metal Gear Solid as a series is a little long, but at least it was interesting. There's not quite anything like it. So Yeah, Metal Gear Solid 5 is definitely a really... I haven't played that much of it, but I have enjoyed what I've played so far. I have my own feelings about Quiet, but we don't have to go into it, you know? We don't have to. That's another episode um, entirely you know, as well. <laughs> that's probably my only like major problem with Metal Gear Solid yeah. 5. And I don't fucking want to hear, oh, well, she has to breathe through her skin. I don't, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. So, yeah. But besides that. They made the rules. <laughs> so they could change the rules. It's that simple. Every time. Kojima said, I don't know what a I don't know what a sports bra is. Um if she ain't wearing a thong <laughs> and a bra. He said and nothing else. He said straight. She ain't in my video game. Titties out only. And also I want her to sing a sad song. Yeah. That's all I want from uh, her. Uh yeah. Kojima to me is kind of like Tarantino in that they both have very bizarre relationships with women. Like, they're female mm-hmm. characters. It seems like they kind of respect women, but at the same time, like, not really. Imagine this, right? You are max affinity with Quiet in Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. You decide, well, I'm just going to, like, make some toast. I don't know why you're making toast. It's four in the morning. You should probably just be asleep, but your ass is sitting there making toast. Instead of evaluating your life, you're thinking, mm, God damn, I can't wait to get some butter on this toast. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little cinnamon for that, you know, taste. Mm-hmm. And you go back and Quiet is doing her idle animation of Max Affinity, a.k.a. she's stretching her whole booty <laughs> into your face because she wants to do stretches right in front of you. And you're going to sit here and tell me that that was like, eh, you know, this isn't sexual. Besides that, though, it's, like, it's a good game. Bruh, I can see the camel toe. <laughs> like, the camel toe. You, can't, you can't play this with me right now, Kojima. I know what you've done. So, also, you know, the toast was probably good. And then you went like, what the hell's going on? And you played for like another hour. It's now like you know, five in the morning, you got to get up for work at like nine. So you fucked your sleep schedule. But I guess you saw like 
the closest you're ever going to realistically get to to being with quiet. Mm-hmm. So nice job, loser. <laughs> Good job. Um, so yeah. But yeah, it was it was cut short. It's it's really good, and I really think it had more. It definitely left me wanting more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just think it was you know really sad that it it had the support, it had the financial benefit, it had awards. It was a good game, and it could have been better. Right? How's uh how's the dog? So- <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I, I can't edit around it. I can't edit around this. So just, how's the dog? <laughs> dog up, all good? I guess. I'm sorry. I think... Dog was shook. I think she's good now. She's super sweet. Uh, she's just really... No, no, she's sweet. Yeah. Most of the time, I don't even remember that she was... Would you say that... Um. You know, because of this, you'd say, oh, doggone it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just going to pretend you didn't say that. And I will. We're keeping it. <laughs> uh, speaking of Kojima, I actually wanted to throw in uh, Silent Hills. Cause they, oh, PT. Yeah, they really fucking, they really fucking blue balled us with that. With You know. My example was at least a game. <laughs> Your example is a goddamn demo cut short. You know, Konami has just been fucking us over for a few years now. But I just feel mm-hmm. like that was extra disrespectful. Was I going to play it? Absolutely not. But I feel like it would have been very entertaining to see various people that are not me uh, be terrified by it. Do you know what I mean? And I oh yeah of that chance. I would never have played it. Yeah, I would have watched uh, one of my favorite streamers, Pusheen Hat, play it because he plays scary games when goaded to by his fans, and I would have been the person goading the shit out of him to do Hell it. Yeah. So, you know, uh, much love to you, Pusheen Hat. Uh, go to his Twitch streams uh, and goad him to play scary shit. He played Visage. So he would have played PT. Mm-hmm. He would have done it. Yeah. Just a lot of opportunities. He ain't no coward. A lot of opportunities that we unfortunately missed when they just kind of decided. They just fucking like x the whole project. And that's the thing. It still leaves me puzzled as to why. It, yeah. it That was an incredibly well thought out demo. And people had the support. It's, it's the same thing with Metal Gear. There's support. There's definitely financial backing. Mm-hmm. You have hype. You you have a basis of how you think this game's gonna do, and you just axe the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and it's it's definitely got to contribute to the falling out between Kojima and Konami. But wow, like you really cost an entire horror game that was supposed to revitalize the Silent Hill idea, right? That's fucking wild that you threw that opportunity away. Right, right, exactly. Um, what's yours? I'd say for my next example, uh, Oron High School Host Club. Oh my god, pour one out for the homie. Yeah. Uh, perfectly out there to get fucked over uh, and never get a season two. Um, why? I don't know. I don't know why they never did it. It was in rumors for 
over a decade. And it's, you know what? I could look it up right now. Tippy tap, tippy tap, keyboard click. Yep, it's still in rumors that maybe it'll come out, but it's probably never going to come out because, like, time's gone on. Yeah. Um, the the person who played, uh, what's his name? Hot, hot boy. Oh. They're all hot, hot boys, basically. <laughs> stuff. Oh, Tamaki? Yeah, the guy who played Tamaki now has, like, been blacklisted from most English dubbing uh, for things he rightfully, like, should be blacklisted for. So, you know, what what are you going to do at this point? It's it's sad, too, because he just, he was so, he was so good at being Tamaki, and it just seemed like the whole cast was super into... You know, there being another season, they were all behind it, and then he had to go ruin it for everyone. Essentially. And and sometimes stuff like that happens in unfortunate circumstances. Oh, sure. You know, like uh like Galaxy Quest was a really cult classic movie mm-hmm. and unfortunately like Alan Rickman passed away just as they were really getting a, a formed idea for Galaxy Quest two, so we'll never see it. Mm-hmm. And that's just tragic. Yeah. In this case, however, um, Nah, he just fucked everything uh, and fucked his career, and I don't really feel remorse for it, so I'm good. No, I personally don't feel bad for him. I just feel bad. Yeah. Because you're in season two. Yeah, and it was, it's ironic because it's like, it was an incredibly, like, wow, progressive level show. Yeah, super. Uh, For, yeah, for what, a 2008 release? Mm -hmm. Um. To put that in context, that was the same year that in the United States, like, gay marriage was getting legalized. Yeah. And they were out here talking about trans rights and things. It was fucking way ahead of what it should have been. Yeah, they were Um, on the wave. Yeah. So, uh, I think that got a lot of support, you know? And it was just funny. It it was just a funny, smart show. <laughs> it had a huge audience. Oh, um, Host Club so much. Mm-hmm. It, if you haven't seen Oron High School Host Club, watch it. It's really good. It's quality stuff. Yeah. We we watched it a bit. We never finish it because we... That's something I agree with you. I never want to finish the show yeah. twice. So I just... Uh, watch a lot of it and then forget all of it and then I'll watch it again in like five years and whenever I want to watch it it's just still quality stuff yeah it very few shows have aged that well yeah because it was so far ahead of its time and even even now it's still fucking hilarious I still I can re-watch episodes you know three or four times and it's still so funny yeah it's it's funny, and unlike a lot of other shows that talk about progressiveness, it has yet to age past still saying the right message yeah. because its message is fundamentally still really good. Yeah, I got it. That's probably um, that's probably my favorite anime ever. That's not my favorite, but it's one that I have a high respect for, especially because that was like one of the first five anime I ever watched. Mm-hmm. So, well, at least to my memory, you know, like. Yeah. I don't really know what my first anime was. Um, just kidding. I know exactly what it was. It's School Rumble. Another one cut oh, too right. short. But it's, Rumble, yeah. it's nobody talks about School Rumble, but I like School Rumble. And it was really fun. And it got cut. And he had one goddamn season left. And it got cut. And they made a movie. 
but it never got English dub, and that's it. That's the whole thing. I'm going to talk about School Rumble. First anime, best anime. It was really difficult for me. It was really hard for me to get into School Rumble because it was just one of my least favorite tropes is lack of communication, and that's literally the whole show. Because the both of the leads are so fucking stupid, they just... They're incredibly stupid. <laughs> that show really said himbo rights. <laughs> yeah, Harima. Harima is pure himbo. It's true bimbo and himbo solidarity, and that I respect. <laughs> the I just can't thing is that show i i i do agree that show was built off of miscommunication yeah. in order to forward itself into funny situations yeah. i don't give a shit um it's amazing i still really love school rumble but that's all i want to talk i don't want to spend too much time talking about it yeah. uh, because i know there's other ones and i don't want to do two examples in a row so you you go ahead um, but don't steal mine okay um mine my next one is actually going to be Tuca and Birdie. Yes. Yes. You didn't steal mine. <laughs> you didn't do it. Um, yeah, but I mean, I feel like this is another show that Netflix was like, well, our bad. Got canceled after a season. It was really unfortunate, too, because, you know, it kind of had the same and a very similar vibe as Bojack, but. Same same production studio. Yeah, same production Just different studio. Directors. Kinda seems like it was in a in the same universe. Um mm-hmm. you know, but it and it had Ali Wong and Tiffany Haddish, and they're both hilarious. And it was a mm-hmm. super relatable, like being in your twenties and just trying to fucking figure your life out. Like the vibe was just super relatable. And, uh, you know, there were definitely a few episodes where it got, like, really real. They kind of talked about trauma and abuse, but in a way that wasn't overly dramatic. It was just kind of something that happened. So I really liked Tuca and Birdie. I really loved the style. And I was I was honestly kind of gutted when I found out that it wasn't going to be getting a second season because it seemed to get... It seemed to be getting a good amount of traction, especially among women. But I think because BoJack was kind of finishing up, Netflix was like, no. Yeah. What we we talked about this um, a couple of years ago, like before the podcast. But I remember saying that like Tuca and Birdie's only mistake was that Netflix wanted to release it between season five and six of BoJack. Yeah. They wanted Bojack to finish when Tuka and Birdie could have been something that they hold and release after Bojack to kind of give you that next new thing. And like, I found Tuka and Birdie um, not as relatable, but I also don't find Bojack that relatable at all. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you relate a lot to Bojack, um, like specifically the character. That's between you and your therapist. If you find, yeah, like, if you personally relate if, to Bojack, if you relate closer to Princess Carolyn or especially Todd, like one of the mm-hmm. only, like undoubtedly, asexual characters that we see in our current media, if you relate to them, absolutely sure, sure. you know, like Todd's real, real himbo, mm-hmm. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. And he's not even like that high. He's just really fucking stupid. Yeah. But he is kind and nice, and I, I can totally see people relating more to Todd. But if you specifically relate to Bojack, I can't help you. Yeah. If you relate to being a negative person, sure. But don't forget the Bojack Horseman is much worse than a negative Nancy. Yeah. He's a bad person. It's the whole, you know, Bojack Horseman, Don Draper, the Joker. If you personally relate to any of those people, therapy is not free, but it is highly recommended. There you go. And that's that's the problem. Is even just talking about Tuca and Birdie being cut short, you draw in and connect to Bojack Horseman to compare them. Yeah. Which isn't uncommon because my next example is going to do the same thing. And although that would be a great segue, I'm not going to do that because I feel like we didn't talk about Tuca and Birdie enough. Mm-hmm. Tuca and Birdie was really good because like you said, it was for, it was for especially like women and talks about yeah. things like um, men using abuse of power in the workplace or like mm-hmm. how important platonic like female relationships are. And I think we, are talking a lot about male platonic relationships um, in a really good way. And while I really like that we're focusing a bit on how it's good to for, for two men to be able to be emotionally vulnerable to each other in a platonic way and not being immediately shipped as a gay couple, mm-hmm. that's great. But that doesn't mean we don't make any more like women's platonic relationships like Tuca and Birdie. I feel like Tuca and Birdie is really similar to Agretico and that it's kind of like this slice of life animated show about just kind of the shit that comes with being an adult woman. And it's super realistic in a lot of the scenarios, but at the same time, it's horribly fantastical. And I really like the combination. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I was just, I was... I was really surprised. Kind of sucks. Again, this is call out posted Netflix. Stop <laughs> doing that shit. Yeah, a lot of this stuff has just been Netflix's fault. I feel like a lot of Hulu shows, they, they'll at least guarantee you like two or three seasons. But Netflix. Netflix is really, you're always a chopping block. Yeah, they're like, who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. It's all about the fun. It's like, actually, it's not fun. That's not fun at all. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> What's your next example? Um, Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because if you don't know, I'm very happy to tell you, the audience, Shania knows, because I've told her at least twice. Um, right. Avatar The Last Airbender was going to be four seasons, and then fucking M night Shyamalan the Shyamalama man himself yeah. basically fucked everything by making that movie yeah. if you thought the movie was bad it is congratulations for being right but it's worse than that because that robbed the last airbender of making their fourth season and then when they came back afterwards to say we want to make the fourth season Nickelodeon said no bring me something else and that's how we ultimately got the first season of Korra which is like a different thing entirely yeah so I want to focus on the fact that we never got the fourth season aka the where is my mother from Zuko that was going to be what the whole season's about 
and we never yeah. got that animated. There's comic books now that mainly serve the second season of Korra, which is usually seen as yeah. the seriously worst season of Korra. Um, because it's the dark Avatar season. Um, yeah. And it's mainly served just to, like, make that plot point so Korra can become from this you know, Avatar, ancient, mystical traditions deeply embedded in, like, Asian culture into mm-hmm. now your fucking elemental bending Jesus. Congratulations, Cora. I love that. I feel fucking like hate it. We all just fucking want another animated season. Like, no one really wanted another live-action Avatar. Yeah. You know, so I already, when they were, when they had announced it, I was already kind of like, well, I mean, I didn't really ask, but sure. And then when it had, you know, the original creators on board, that's when I thought, you know, maybe, maybe uh, Nick deserves rights, you know, maybe. And then they, or not Nick, but Netflix, but also Nick. Um, And, but then once they, left because of creative differences that's when it was kind of all over for me yeah honestly um nick nickelodeon doesn't deserve rights though i'm gonna argue that point yeah. right now um they don't because remember no no i'm i'm still arguing this point it doesn't matter if you agree now because i want us to say <laughs> this so other people know um <laughs> okay. nickelodeon did this fucking thing where when it was first released on Netflix, Avatar just played like a show. You know? Mm-hmm. It just did its fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Then Nickelodeon stepped their dumbass ugly foot logo in and said, no, we want to do Nickelodeon, the little intro thing, the dun 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 dun, like in the beginning of each episode. And yeah. we're also going to make it incredibly loud compared to the show. So it's fucking like, oh man, you think we should like quiet it down to make you maybe just, you know, make it uh, level with the rest. No, 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 no. They're fine. They're fine. They'll get it. They'll get it. They're fine. We got to make sure that we are represented as the creators. So now every Avatar episode just has this loud ass Nickelodeon theme that offers nothing to the actual show except five seconds of an ad for themselves or a child like riding a bicycle it's fucking stupid i just want to watch avatar i know you made it it's been 15 years make new better content then that's not my problem nick hasn't done that in a long time you know you know they don't do that i know they don't do that nick (laughs) nick much like netflix nickelodeon is the reason it's it's their fucking fault and then, yeah. as soon as they realized they fucked up, they were like, oh, can you give us, like, three more seasons of Korra, then? And the creators were like, sure. Korra was only supposed to be one season, but they did... It was only supposed to be one. Just give it to fucking The Last Airbender, dude. Just finish out your best show. We've watched this thing 15 years later, and it's still getting great reviews. It's proved itself as timeless. And although we have the benefit of hindsight to say that now, even at the time, people knew that Avatar was the show for them. Yeah. All I'm saying is, I just feel like 
in this new live action um, series, there's going to be sex, and I'm really going to hate it. Yeah, because especially, like, what are we going to do? Age them up? This is, like, a 13-year-old and shit. You know, I know we talk about, you know, Sokka being a backbender as a joke, but I I legitimately legitimately don't want to see it. I don't want them, because Netflix is going to be like, well, you know, it has to be darker and grittier. Mm Mm-hmm. Like the genocide wasn't enough. They're like, no, we really mean sex. Like that's what we that's what we really meant. That's the honest problem. Because like um I hear a lot of things about Korra being the more mature show between the two of them. And yeah. um that's incorrect. It's not. It's really not when you think about it. Like I feel like with Korra, they were just more comfortable showing death on screen, and that is another Nickelodeon decision that they let them actually do. Yeah. But at the last airbender described like genocide, torture, brainwashing, like, you know, being a refugee. I, Those I, are very fucking mature topics. Love how you just stepped right on me just to just to do my point for me. Thank you for that. I really appreciate it. No problem. Yeah. No problem. I mean, I, I don't know. Cora was definitely a controversial show, right? And there were a lot of things that I did like about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the the scene with Amon and like the murder suicide at the end of the first season that really did fuck me up. And I did think it was actually really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like Legend of Cora. The main issue I had with it that is that it kind of lacked a lot of the spirituality. That was in um, The Last Airbender. And it was just really unfortunate that she was cut off from the rest of the avatars. Like, that just seemed really shitty because, you know, she had so many... She would have had so many good opportunities to talk to Aang, like, to talk to Kiyoshi. I feel like her talking to Kiyoshi would have been amazing. But she just never really had that opportunity it was really really unfortunate it was a really weird creative decision that i feel like they made i mean they made a lot of creative decisions on purpose so i don't say like oh it's all nickelodeon with cora with with Mm -hmm. cora they made the creative decision to do season by season enemies because they originally thought of doing that in the last airbender and then said it structurally doesn't make sense they yeah. they originally wanted an airbending villain. They wanted really hard to put it in the last airbender and then didn't because it structurally didn't make sense. They mm-hmm. just didn't want to have that same structure making their ideas less malleable this time around. And ultimately it didn't um work out in my opinion and I think based on critical review it didn't work out to a lot of people's opinion and that's okay because they tried something they wanted to do. And I don't think Korra is that bad of a show. The problem is it has to be relentlessly and endlessly compared to its predecessor, which is honestly a 10 out of 10 level show to me. It is. That's it. Oh, so good. Um, It's just really hard to be that. It's hard to live in something else's shadow. And Avatar The Last Airbender being what we can officially call a timeless classic has a long shadow to cast. But even then, it was cut down too short, arguably. Some people really like that it ended right where it did. But 
with loose threads that I feel like people left really wanting something, I feel like it was cut a little short, especially because we got a comic after. Yeah, and I heard the comics were really good. So <laughs> comics are good. Like they're not they're not bad, especially because like you get the details of like Azula, like her mental break is actually serious. You know, you get that mm-hmm. Zuko. You get more time with Zuko being part of the gang. Even Azula joins the gang for a little bit. She's more out of necessity, unlike Zuko, who does it out of an actual turn. Um, Mm -hmm. you get more of those characters that, that it felt like they were really still in the heart and essence of what it set out to be. You get an actual, like, what is their relationship like? Something that Avatar has not really ever done, um, in either of its shows, because Korra and Asami fuck off at the end, Aang and Katara, like, they just get together and kind of fuck off because it's the ending. So it would have been the only time we actually get to see a relationship play out a little longer you know, mm-hmm. um, and kind of the inner workings of that. Um, more Suki time. Kind of love that Ooh. shit. You know, my last point is going to be. Sure, what? The one thing I will never forgive Legend of Korra for is that they only included General Iroh, Iroh the second in that show for 15 minutes. You mean to yeah. tell me Mako Red Flags Mako got to be in the show all three seasons, but General Iroh looking like that, I need them to know. <laughs> there you go. General Iroh. <laughs> General Iroh deserved more screen time. Dante Basco I'm always deserves more. I don't know, though. I felt like him being General Iroh was kind of weird. His voice... Just make him Zuko, dude. I don't care that your voice didn't change when you're 16. You're goddamn Zuko. Like, you're telling me... General You're telling me Dante Bosco can't have an older voice? You're telling me professional voice actor Dante Bosco couldn't be hired on and said, just age up a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Bruh. He's a I, he's a goddamn professional. He's not one note. He's multi-dimensional. He's a great yeah. actor. Anyway, justice justice for General Iroh. Justice for General Iroh. I love him. I'll, I love him. I mean, you know, so yeah, Avatar The Last Airbender was just a, a show that despite its perfection, and you could argue that it ended, coincidentally, it ended really perfectly and you wouldn't have liked the other season. I'm not going to make that argument. And mm-hmm. this is my podcast, so I don't have to. And because Shania agrees with me, uh, I don't have to have any discussion about it. So it did end too short. Thank you for my TED Talk. <laughs> Do you have any final examples to kind of hit us out? No, I mean, I think I think that's good. I think we're good. Okay. I, I have one more. Okay. This episode, it ended too short. Everybody wow. wants 17 hours straight only oh listening to this. It's never going to happen. I don't have that attention span or that amount of examples. I'm kind of actually out. (laughs) Because we only think about these like 10 minutes before we record. I love that you decided to include that little tidbit. I love Thank you. Your mind, you know? Yeah. I'm, you know. Oh, boy. You gotta, you gotta please everybody. But unfortunately, it's impossible. I'm just going to end this right here. (laughs) <laughs> you're gonna end you're gonna end our podcast right yep. mm-hmm. uh-huh so 
so they won't hear anything else like this yeah that's it yeah Mm -hmm. okay cool cool (laughs) follow us on twitter at big goof podcast or follow brandon on twitch at twitch.tv slash brawlmite that's true or you can follow me on twitter at the carp goblin you can follow me on Twitter at Brawlmite. I don't really know why we're saying this, though, because Shania ended it, so you're not even going to hear all this oh uh, unless I sneak it in because she's going to be watching me every moment I edit this now. I'm actually trapped, but you probably won't hear that either because I she made me cut it. He's single-handedly the most petty person I've ever met in my entire life. I love you, too. Anyway, be gay. Cause anarchy. Do not, not anarchy, please. Sure. Do that again. <laughs> take two. We'll catch, catch you later, sluts. No, take two.